Welcome to the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. So you see, I'm always multitasking. Last night, I, wa- I, I would really call it the Nicolas Cage greatest hits. I've always liked Nick. Come on. Think about it. You've got Leaving Las Vegas, which is such a heartbreaking movie. And then you have Gone in 60 Seconds, where supposedly he drove his cars and did his own stunts. Then you've got... The Rock. I know about The Rock because my grandfather worked at The Rock. You know, not with Sean Connery. Um, What's another one? I mean, Cage really, you know, and the whole ethos, you know, his real real last name is Coppola. His father is a Coppola or was a Coppola. And why he changed his last name to Cage because, well, Uncle Francis, hello, who gave him a couple of jobs, you know, nepotism, hello. Oh, yeah. But when I talk about it, it's like, yeah. And, and, and like I said, to throw Pedro Pascal on the, I really enjoy Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, he's been around a long time. The, Ma- the Mandalorian, well, I would also say, what is it? Um, what's that show? My brother knows that show. Um, I forget. But he, he knows what I'm talking about because that's where Pedro Pascal was on. But I can't even think of it right now. But the Mandalorian really put him on the map. He it really put him on the map. People knew who he was, and of course, Baby Yoda. You know, he is forever. It's like Cagney and Lacey. I know you're gonna think that's weird. He is forever synonymous with Baby Yoda, just as you know, Yoda is is synonymous with talking backwards. Answer it quickly, you must, in Star Wars. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, um, what a crazy week. What a crazy week. I'm not even going to get into the politics, politics. But it's going to be an interesting weekend. I I don't know why I do this. So, Friday, I'm going to go see Morrissey. Morrissey is in the news because Morrissey did nine songs and then left. Didn't want to perform anymore. Um, Morrissey, I'm warning you, please don't do that at Oakland. It's indoor. It's not cold. So if you get, let's just say, Oaklandites are not going to react nicely to if you leave the stage like that. Northern California is a lot different than Southern California. Yeah, we might go, oh, that's too bad. Or say, I want my money back. No, 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 no. You come to Northern California, you do that, oh, you're going to get a reaction from people and not a good one. Just saying, Morrissey. And then I'm going to go see Arcade Fire. There is something, unfortunately, problematic. I don't know. It's hearsay. With uh, the lead singer of Arcade Fire, I tried to sell the ticket. It wouldn't let me. Beck pulled out. Uh, Feist. I love Feist and Beck. That's really why I was going to go is because of Beck. It's like, okay, I like like Arcade Fire. You know, I don't love them. (sighs) And then that's it. That's it for the year. Uh, you know, it's, it's been, I've gone to the, I've gone to San Francisco so many times I could have sworn I worked there. Yeah. Let's, let's get real right there. Uh, but I love the, I love going to the concerts and when I went on the four in a row, I felt like, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I went two in a row, you know, I went to see ministry, which was last minute 
in San Francisco the night before Easter. Uh, yeah, that really is the baby Jesus right there. Seeing Al Jorgensen in a fence. I love ministry. Burning inside. We just celebrated the 33rd anniversary of A Mind is a Terrible Thing to Taste yesterday. Um, but And then I saw Deftones and Gojira two day or a day and a half later. Back to back. So seeing four bands in a row... Compared to the two, four or that four, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty hairy, because it was like okay, and I and I, you know, I got an adequate amount of sleep, and I did the necessary. You know, you take hydration with you, and you use the map. You know, the first night we saw Miss Sugar. Okay, in San Francisco, I took a friend. The next night, I went and saw the Black Keys by myself in Mountain View. <laughs> And then the next night, I went to Aftershock the first night. And it was crazy, and it was wild. And you could take a water bottle, which I did, and refill it and walk around. And it, was, it was great. Slipknot really closed that motherfucker up. I really enjoyed that. I mean, yes, there was a lot attached to it, but I really enjoyed it. And, I, and it felt like a sense of community going to Aftershock. That's why I'm going again. All four days Because I, I figure I gotta put the capital C in community And here at the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast You know, I talk about music And I talk about film And I talk about media and Because I still have it in me To want to be an artist To either direct I don't know what I'm gonna direct uh, Or dive into photography Because I do love taking photos And by the way, Patti Smith the amazing Patty Smith has a book out of of pictures that she takes and um, check that out. I, I'm going to rifle through it or look through it when I get home. I bought I come on. I haven't seen her in concert since 2008. I would love to see her again. I can't do the book tour because it's like I want to see Patty Smith in the band. You know, I want to see J.D. Doherty and I want to see Lenny Kay and Jackson Smith and um Says. Right. I want I want to see them And so well, I gotta wait till she goes back on tour I, I, Hey, I would love to see her in New York On her birthday She, she plays December 30th and 31st And I think she did it a couple times At the Fillmore And I wasn't able to make it And But that's why I love her I love her You know, in terms of the musicology of Patti Smith and the art, artistic integrity. Some a song like Gloria saying Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. <laughs> I I still love that. And Zac de la Roca of Rage Against the Machine when he inducted Patti Smith, it should have been the band, by the way. He said it was like a dark gospel, and he was so right. He was so right. There's a lot of people I would love to see in concert. I mean, I was talking about that with my brother. I said, you know, hey, I, if I, if I could go back in time and see Madonna, 1990, 1991, I would, because the Mod- Madonna now is a total different beast, total different beast, really is, in terms of the performance. I mean, you think of it. In 1990, that was Madonna at her zenith. Express yourself, and she's got Donna and, and Nikki, and 
and they're dancing and they're and they're humping the stage, you know. It's all it's all documented in Truth or Dare, Madonna Truth or Dare. Madonna Truth or Dare really is or it's also called in bed with Madonna, or as her father calls her, Madonna. Um that really is a quintessential documentary about being famous. That really is. Everyone has parodied it, but I mean, you look at it and, and she predicted social media. You look at Instagram. We don't want to live off camera. And what's Madonna doing? Warren Beatty says that to her. You don't want to, you don't want to live off camera. Yeah. And he, and he was right. And now she's got the grill and it's, you know, I, I like Madonna 1985, 86, and then maybe up to 98 and then maybe 2005. The last good album she put out was Confessions on the Dance Floor. And I've been told by people that I should have gone to that tour. The 2006-2007 tour. But I didn't. I didn't. And shit happens when you party naked right there. So when it comes to these concerts... Um... Yeah. It's great. It's fabulous. Uh, I would love for Behemoth. And I want to send a love and just um, understanding to Poland. The people of Poland and Ukraine do not deserve that. And what's going on is disturbing. It's genocide. It's disgusting. And one of... Oh, God, I love that band. Behemoth. Behemoth are from Poland. They're from Poland. They've been standing up for Ukraine since the beginning. So has ministry. So have a lot of musicians. That says something about our world is that we're all united that what's going on over there is genocide. And and at the same time, the powers that be won't do a thing about it. And that's where I get a little political in that aspect. That's what concerts are about. Concerts are about coming together, all of your differences, and you watch these bands. And yes, sometimes you get a contact high. <laughs> uh, anyway... <laughs> And yeah, sometimes I'll buy the t-shirt. I think I'll buy Morrissey's t-shirt. I don't know about Arcade Fire. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Arcade Fire. It's just like the whole hearsay thing. And then not being able to sell the ticket. It's like, what if I had something serious that came up and I couldn't go? I'm out $85. I know that's not a lot of money to some of you. But come on. Come on, let's get real. So, here we are, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. You know, I, I, am, I am waiting to see Wakanda Forever. I want to see it. Um, usually I go with my friend. We go and see Marvel movies. I haven't heard, and maybe I'll text her, Hey, you want to go see? But then this weekend, I'm packed. I mean, I'm packed. Um, Friday, I'm seeing Morrissey. Uh, Saturday I'm having lunch with a friend And then Sunday I'm going to see Arcade Fire And then boom Thanksgiving weekend Boom 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 Gotta make that cornbread I bought three boxes That's the thing with this podcast I try to throw everything into one pot And talk about it That's it's the A little of it is the ADD And a little of it is the The multi- dimensional ideas thrown in the box 
you've got media, you've got art. I won't touch the politics. I used to do that, and it just... The 2020 election really pissed me the fuck off, okay? Um, and then I get the compliments from some people, and it means... I it means, And I love it when they say, you have a podcast voice. I do, yeah. Yeah. I would love to have a radio voice. Um, but podcast really is where it's at. People have said to me, you know, radio's dead. Not Apple... Not Apple... Apple Apple Radio Apple Radio is phenomenal and I love the Strombo show and the LNC sex 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 yeah I could talk about the Grammys I mean do we want to talk about them do we want to talk about an award show that is so irrelevant that even Silk Sonic who won last this year Bruno Mars pulled out they they want no part of it or the fact that Beyonce has been nominated that many times and has never won in the big categories or even Kendrick Lamar and Mariah Carey saying how the Grammys use big artists and then they shaft them in the end which is true it's true it's a it's an award show you know my favorites were not nominated Lamb of God was not nominated Miss Sugar were not even I'm still stunned by that. But then again, it's the Grammys. Fuck them. Fuck them. So if they finally get it right, then, you know. That's the thing with institutions. The Grammys. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they don't. Who wants to be in an institution? Well, Jack Nicholson did. and Yeah. But the whole awards circle, the circuit. I mean, we got the American Music Awards. Which I've never really enjoyed. I I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. And well, you know what? Let's let's talk briefly about the Grammys. This irrelevant circus. The fact that you have nominated I if I was in that Grammy circle, I wouldn't have nominated Adele because the album sucked. It sucked. Have you listened to that from start to finish? Hey, I tried to give it a chance. I listened to 30. It, it sounded more like 45. It sounded like 45. She did a song called I Drink Wine. Not everyone drinks wine, sweetie. Um, and then people were like, you don't get it. It's a divorce record. <laughs> You're damn fucking right. I don't get it. I haven't I haven't been married and I haven't been divorced. Let's get let's get real right there. OK. All right. Even if I was married, it ain't happening. I'm not going to make a record about it. Here's what I'll say about Adele. 21 was great. We can all agree on that. 25, eh. 30? What the fuck? It, it was like, I, and then in this world of opinions, I actually got in trouble for voicing my opinion. People were like, you're a hater. Even reviewers reviewers would get cut if they didn't give I'm serious if they didn't give Adele's 30 a good review some people would overly review it I listened to that album from start to finish that was horrible you know and and not saying that Beyonce's better I listened to Renaissance when it first came out let me tell you something I was impressed I it was Donna Summer it was chic and I'm talking about the band chic. It was dance hall. It was everything. And even Adele can admit 
that she didn't deserve that Grammy for Album of the Year for 25. That really belonged to Lemonade. Or a rock album. I mean, that that's the thing with the Grammys. That really is the, the fucking thing of the Grammys. It's a doorstop. Remember, I love Slipknot. Slipknot won one Grammy. And they didn't know what it meant. They were like, what is this? Does this mean we're accepted now? We don't want to be acceptable. Yeah. And and I love Slipknot. I really, truly love them. I saw them in concert. I, I really went into that thinking, okay, I've never seen them in concert before. That was like going to the... That was like going to the zoo and all the animals getting released. <laughs> That's what it was like. That's how I'm descriptive. It's like very visual. There was uh, there was a wheelchair being passed around. There were people being passed around. I almost got stuck into a mosh pit. I was like, fuck, no, I don't want to die. Yeah. I mean, there were some good people I got to talk to. And I may have overly stated things. I don't know. But it was a community. And those, and those, are, those are the moments where you're like, okay. Okay. It was a lot better than my first experience at Aftershock. First experience, I think, I saw Mastodon. Loved Mastodon. I saw Social Distortion. Love Social Distortion. And then Metallica closes out the night. And I'm like, what? The f-? I left. They had three songs left. I left. That crowd was unbearable. And then, like, when they were talking to me, hey, so what did you see? I said, oh, I saw Mastodon. Oh, they sucked. I was like, oh, my God. These fans just want to be everyone to be as, you know, miserable as they are. What the flying fuck? That is crazy. That is crazy. So, yeah. I mean, what else can I tell you? Uh, there's anticipation tool tool release a snippet of something from 10,000 days so who knows what's going to happen i there is not going to be another tour i probably would guesstimate that tour isn't going to at least happen till 2024 or 2025 who knows when it's going to happen um but they have i think they have another tour in them maybe two more uh, that's I mean they don't they haven't lost their stamina they really can still command it they don't need TikTok I know that Maynard came out and stated that they don't need TikTok and see how quickly we forgot the Grammys which is good I mean I could talk about who was snubbed but it really isn't that important it's it's not gonna take us to the moon it's not gonna cure a disease it's a Grammy and. I get it. You're thankful when you win one. But when you get up there and you thank God for that, first of all, God had nothing to do with that. Just saying. You had something to do with that. Your inner circle, your creativity had something to do with that. Okay? All right? Yeah. I don't know. Thank your lawyer because your lawyer is at least making, keeping that money from flowing. Yeah? Oh yeah, that that's the whole thing of of the music industry. But what really matters to me is when I see a band in concert, and then like like Mishuga, Mishuga, they sounded better live than they do on the record. I love the records, but it's a whole new element to seeing them. 
then and then you really understand this legendary band. Even Tool, Tool have been influenced by Meshuggah. The song Jombie, which is from 10,000 Days. They were even like this sounds like Meshuggah and and they channeled that. So yeah. That's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Talking about music. Talking about media. Talking about why we go to these things. I, you know, I know a lot of people who don't go to shows. That's great. I do. I do. It, it is It is wild. Yes, it costs a lot of money. But, hey, that's what you got to do. I won't... I, I won't go on a cruise. I remember I used to work with someone who told me, Oh, you should go on a cruise. After a pandemic? No. <laughs> I don't know. They thought I was lonely. I'm not lonely. I love just going for it. But to go on a cruise? No. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe, maybe that's for you, but not for me. Yeah. Oh, it's the Doctor's This Film Podcast. Anyway, unpleasant dreams. Tuck yourselves in.